In a world where every Rob, Steve, and Lane has a podcast, two good brothers will try to rise above the rest. Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder invite you to pour a cold beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. Welcome to Beer Blues and BS. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer Blues MBS, the podcast that's less risky than eating that hot fish sandwich that you picked up at the gas station off the turntable that's been there since who knows when. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how are you doing tonight? I'm I'm doing all right, you know, uh... Unlike that fish sandwich, I uh, do not have a strange smell emanating from me, and I am not overcooked. Although I did get quite the burn last week. I mean, you can't you can't really uh, tell it, but oh, there there you kind of could. Yeah, there, there's a little color differentiation, and I've already molted. So this is the new and improved Kidder 2022 Summer Edition. Here we go. Uh, yeah, I'm here. It's been a week. You say that. I say that. I took the words right out of your mouth. And like those words, we would love for you to subscribe. Yes, whether you're listening to this or watching us, please hit the subscribe button. We'd love for you to do that and be part of the show. Also, visit our website, beerbluesbs.com, for everything beer, blues, and BS. And maybe like us on Facebook, too. And, you know, sharing is caring. Please and thanks. Howie Blues, I see you're painting. Aside from painting, how the hell are you? <laughs> well, Kidder, uh, yes, you stole my line. It has been a week. It's actually been like two weeks. And it's just doesn't seem to end. Um, so last time, and I will apologize to those who have come and become accustomed to the paint cam. I didn't set it up. Um, oh, no. Yeah. If, if you watched last week's episode, you know that I, I had the great idea to take my setup with me on the road so that I could do a professional podcast from uh, the El Rancho uh, up in Williston. Uh, and Kidder, I, uh, I... Yeah, I, I haven't unpacked all... Well, I unpacked, like... I. I'll put it this way. I sent you the meeting invite for this uh, recording and then proceeded to set up all of my equipment. So, and at that point, I was then like, okay, I'm done. I'm uh, I'm not going to bother with the paint cam. So, sorry, you don't get to see the paint cam. You don't get to see me uh, paint these lovely uh, barricades that I got here. So, more crates, more barrels, more wood mm-hmm. and such. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Kidder, uh, I do need some help from our audience. I have this lovely message board that I've been working on for quite a while. And uh, I need to figure out some things to put on the papers on the message boards. So if anybody's got a good suggestion of what I should put on there, uh, please leave a comment. Give me an idea. Give me a thought. Give me something. Otherwise, I'm just going to put something in there that makes fun of Lane. You know. Hmm. Work the classics. That's, that's, that's a good choice, too. Yeah, it's a good choice. 
I I would also uh, just throw my uh, hat in the ring after our comments, of course, below. But uh, perhaps now hiring the Lords of Lawn. <laughs> mm-hmm. That would be a good one. That would be a good one. L- Lords of Lawn Lawn Service. <laughs> I'll uh, take a number. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I got one, two three, four, five little uh, pieces of paper and one big piece of paper on there just so people have an idea. But uh, no, good suggestion, Kidder. Good suggestion. I'll, uh, uh, triple B poster because, you know, we can never advertise enough. <laughs> Always <laughs> self-promoting. Beer, blues, and BS at beerbluesbs.com. Those sorts of <laughs> things. Have to- Gonna have to put the ye old cheap plugs board like at the top. <laughs> Are you looking for something cheap? This board is for you. Yeah. Well, Kidder, I do have some stories from the week, but uh, we've already been talking for a little bit, and I'm thirsty, and I got beers that are uh, heating up over here. So oh, you go first because mine are mine are in the chiller here. You go yes, first. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, which okay, Kidder. Oh, let's see, what do I want to do? The one in the middle. I don't have that many, Kidder. I have a uh, <laughs> two, therefore, there is no middle. Um, the one on the right because we're always yeah. right. <laughs> um, unfortunately, there's not a right or a left, they're stacked this way, but that I'm grabbing one anyway. Um, let's see, this was actually been in uh, my fridge for a while. Uh, this is from Lagunitas. It's a little something, something ale. So, yeah. Kind of forgot that I had this. Uh, let's see what I can tell you on this. It is a unlimited release. So if you can see that on there. Uh, so we're all on collective disability that's cool. Let's put some ice on it and keep ourselves elevated for a while. What's on the tube? Honey, get me a beer from the fridge, will ya? Sweetie, please. Um, it is 7.5% alcohol by volume. And uh, let's see. Nothing really else to tell me. Life is uncertain. Don't sip. Good advice. Uh, no tasting notes, Kidder. Mm. Also, nothing that really tells me what kind of beer this is, which is part of why I picked it up, I think, back in the day. Because, I don't know, this could be an IPA. It could be a wheat beer. It could be a shiner beer else. in disguise. I, we don't know. This could be anything. It's just a little something. So something, something else. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, it smells like a beer that is hoppy with a bit of citrus. Hmm. So that's our first clue. Oh, hey, wait. Net contents, 12 fluid ounces of malt, hops, yeast, and water. 
Okay, that didn't give me as much as I thought. Okay, it's not a uh, it's not an IPA. Um, but it does have a very citrusy taste. It kind of reminds me of like a blue moon would be kind of a, a good or um whatever the local geeks beer was that was the blue moon clone so it's along those lines is what i would describe this as a little bit more of a hop taste than that um not bad not bad i'd uh i'd give it say like a 3.5 2 4 6 7 8 just to mess with local geek as he enters that into the spreadsheet yeah. Thanks. So that's Thanks what I got. for doing that, by the way, local geek. <clears throat> we appreciate it. Uh, also, I'm sorry that I didn't do last week's, but, uh, you know, I, I, I got a couple episodes. Your turn. Pass it back to you. Have fun. <laughs> Enjoy. And uh, with that, Kidder, what do you got on tap? Well, let's open up the old Triple B fridge here as Orion is guarding it. You can see... Orion is watching and waiting for what's going to happen. Right? Should we take a look? Okay, we're going to take a look because I'm thirsty. So, here we go. Open it up. <clears throat> Should I go off the top shelf here, Howie Blues, or maybe over onto the second shelf here, or perhaps another beverage? Um, I mean, you always go top shelf. It's very so true. Don't go top shelf. Oh, unless you're okay. going to stick with tradition. I mean, is Mark Kidder a traditionalist? Do you always have to go with tradition? That said, if you don't go against tradition, are you going to like earn yourself some bad karma, some bad luck? Because if so, man, don't risk it. The Avs are in the finals of the Stanley Cup. You cannot be risking luck right now. Okay, well, I'm going to put this one back in because this one came off the bottom. <laughs> Just because of you. Here is the top shelf <clears throat> right off the top of the Triple B Killer Kidder fridge. This is a specialty from Iowa. This one coming to us from Lake Time Brewery in Clear Lake, Iowa. You can find them online at laketimebrewery.com. I thought you might like this one as well as I was staring at it in the store. It is a Lake Time Brewery uh, Oreo Speedwagon. So, yes, not REO Speedwagon. It's an Oreo Speedwagon. If you see what they did there. Chocolate, vanilla, milk, stout. It's a stout with natural flavors, as you can see if you're watching the video version of this. 5.6% alcohol per volume. It has an IBU of 26 is 12 fluid ounces. Now, on the side, it uh, asks, what is lake time? You ask. Well, I mean, I didn't ask. I, th I thought it was just telling me or asking me something. But uh, alas, it is not. According to them, lake time is not a specific time, but it is a state of mind. 
or an absence of time. This beer is a lot deeper than I thought it would ever be. Eat when you were hungry, sleep when you were tired, fish, swim, read a great book, and enjoy the sunshine when you please. Naps are encouraged. Friends and family are welcome. Nature is embraced. This is lake time. Our mission is to brew great craft beer that you can enjoy anytime, not just on lake time. Let us help you bring that moment home every day. Whatever your lake time is, enjoy it, Lake Time Brewery. The uh, story on the back of the can here uh, put Howard to sleep. He's napping. Yeah, well, you said naps were encouraged, so I, I. Well, they said it's encouraged. I I don't encourage it during the show. Well, I'll get back to work then. Yeah. <clears throat> back to work. Uh, let's see. Independent craft brewery. Many a craft beer. Um, no other information other than this was canned in April. Oh, I guess on the other side, <clears throat> you're going to love this one, Howard. You just can't fight the feeling of sweet chocolate paired with a hint of vanilla in this silky smooth chocolate vanilla milk stout. This beer's finish will then beg you to keep on loving it. And despite trying, you won't want to let it go. So don't be afraid to let this beer flow as it's sure to leave your taste buds warm on a lonely night or any night. I'm uh, surprised REO Speedwagon hasn't called them up yet and said, what the hell, man? You owe us money. <laughs> All right. As we uh, take a quick look into the top of the can, that is dark like Howard's soul. <laughs> At least he agreed. Uh, <clears throat> obviously, the smell... Uh, is heavily uh, leaning toward the stout smell. So you have that. There's a hint of vanilla. And even a hint of uh, what you would say is Oreo, but uh, probably not Oreo for the fact they probably didn't pay for the marketing of Oreo. Hmm. Oh, weird. Hmm. So it does have that thick lager taste. And it doesn't completely hit you over the head with the chocolate taste, but it's like you have an Oreo that's been put in this beer. Hmm. It's not as good as the old TGI Friday's Oreo. Guinness shake. There's a Guinness shake, I guess. Cookies and cream ice cream with uh, Guinness beer. Absolutely phenomenal. This is not that good. Uh, this did not change my life uh, at the first sip. <laughs> but, you know, for uh, a dark beer, it doesn't kill you with the overbearing taste of the lager. But it also doesn't kill you with the excessive chocolatey notes. So <clears throat> I like it. I'll give it uh, 
I see this is going to be a bang. (laughs) Not too bad for a non-copyright infringing Oreo and Oreo speed wagon drink. Yeah. Locally brewed. So there, there is that. One thing that I just want to say is uh, don't drink and drive. We don't encourage you to consume alcohol or drugs and go out and travel the highways and byways. Of course, because a huge, I don't know, poster almost that uh, should be made is as an example of why not to. Well, Jeff Hardy from WWE, AEW, and many other wrestling promotion fame was again arrested for DUI in Florida. Excuse me. The Oreo is coming back. The Oreo revenge. The uh, video of this, I I happen to watch some of it. Uh, He was all over the road driving uh, presumably home. And just completely messed up. And uh, as uh, one of the uh, Florida State Troopers approached, he uh, must have made some furtive movement that made it look like he was, I don't know, reaching for something and uh, ended up having three troopers on scene draw their uh, firearms at him for, you know, officer safety reasons. And uh, it didn't go badly in that sense. I mean, he wasn't thrown around or handcuffed immediately or anything crazy, but uh, they got him out of the car and he was stumbling all over. He was noticeably confused. The breath tests, he was uh, 0.298% blood alcohol content. And then the second one, he was... uh, 0.294% blood alcohol content, which is, what, 3.7 times the legal limit, something around there, if you do the 0.08 multiplication. Uh, So this uh, DUI for Jeff Hardy is uh, right now being charged as a felony because of how many he's had in the past. So uh, hopefully... Number one, a speedy recovery for Jeff Hardy. I mean, dude, you got to dry out sometime. The second thing, uh, you're obviously going to have to hold yourself accountable to your choices and pay your fine and spend jail time, which uh, I guess could be up to 20 years in prison. So if he ends up going to prison, uh, we won't be seeing Jeff Hardy in the ring probably ever again in a wrestling capacity maybe as a manager but i mean it's it's just a sad story i mean the 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 only positive thing is that he didn't hit somebody injure somebody or kill somebody including himself yeah so there's that couple i was gonna say a couple of other things to add to this is um one this happened at 9 in the morning. So this wasn't 9 p.m. This is 9 a.m. So while everybody's on their morning commute, he's out there on the road. So that, one, just adds to the dangerousness of this. It's not like it's 3 in the morning and he's driving home from the bar and, you know, there's 
some traffic, but not a ton of traffic. This is 9 a.m. Uh, the other thing is uh, he has been suspended from AEW until he receives help, and that's suspended without pay. So he will not wrestle again or be paid by AEW until he gets professional help. So that has been laid down. So. Yeah. Should also, I guess, uh, as you were saying uh, all of that, I remembered as well that he did not have a driver's license to be driving because his privileges for driving had been revoked by the state due to his previous DUIs, and he was out driving anyway. So again, another crime on top of just the driving under the influence. So, dude, taking Uber or Lyft or call somebody like your brother he'll come pick you up take you home or to the hospital get you some help i mean uh, anybody if you're watching or listening to, to this and going through some troubles uh, with alcohol or drug abuse i mean try and get some help don't don't just suffer through it and don't put your family or or your friends through it uh, you know you need to get out of what you're involved with and uh, do what you can to clean up your act so if this was your moment uh that is awake and a moment of awakening here use this as your sign to get some help and uh, if you need some assistance there's all kinds of state programs in every state in the u.s and internationally i'm sure there are other programs in whatever country you're watching us from but uh, just take it easy on the alcohol and uh, get off the drugs help you help yourself and your family and friends all right off my soapbox other wrestling news we briefly discussed this uh off the show but uh vincent kennedy mcmahon being investigated since april for misconduct allegedly Involving at least one woman getting a payout of $3 million to buy her silence for an affair. Of course, it's interesting. I mean, not the fact that uh, it was finally brought to light that this has happened, but an interesting point that it was, you know, one person, one lady that has... Uh, uh, been mentioned. Uh, the name hasn't been mentioned of this this lady. But how many other women are going to come forward as this continues to be investigated? You know, that is bizarre. Uh, the other uh, piece of information that uh, is kind of interesting is apparently John Laurinaitis was escorted out before the uh, SmackDown tapings and Kevin Dunn, or it's not taped, I guess it's live, but they were escorted out of the building in Minneapolis before the, the show started. So what's coming of that? I mean, with Kevin Dunn specifically, he's apparently being investigated now for potential insider trading for trading $1 million in May, which would have been after the initiation of the investigation into Vince McMahon. So that's kind of bizarre. Top of that, 
Stephanie McMahon apparently stepped away because of this. And now she is the interim CEO. And as all of this came to light yesterday and this morning, who shows up on SmackDown? Vincent Kennedy McMahon starting off the show. Nothing like giving a, a finger to investigating anything like showing up on your own television product. Right, Howie? So Kenner says this and throws it to me, knowing because that I because we've already had a bit of a conversation that I don't <laughs> really care about this story. It it's getting a lot of attention right now, but it's not gonna change anything. It, it nothing nothing is going to happen out of this. I, I I don't see any broad sweeping changes because even though Stephanie McMahon has taken over as CEO, uh, Vince is still in charge of creative, which means the product is still going to be lackluster to sucking to terrible to. Whatever the hell garbage this has been. Uh, you know, all, all of these wonderful things I can say about it. It's not going to change. And for him to be removed would take, um, I believe I, I read this in one article, you need a majority vote, and he's the major, majority shareholder. So he's not going to vote himself out. I just, I don't see anything really changing out of this and and such so it's just not a a, a story that nah, I, I, <laughs> I i just i don't i just don't care i i, sure. I, I don't i you know there's more interesting news elsewhere that you know i think is more interesting to talk about uh like sasha banks but being released and yet naomi not it's got me curious what's going on there and what some of the talking mm -hmm. might be and like that's at least more interesting um you know to talk about this i just i don't see anything changing i don't see the product getting any better i don't see them selling the company. I don't see them doing something that we would all love, like putting Paul Levesque in charge. That would be awesome. I loved his version of NXT. You know, I just, I don't, I just don't see any of that happening. I think people are following it because it's exciting. And I think that a lot of people dislike Vince and they dislike what, the company has been uh for many years and how things are booked and all of that and i think a lot of people are excited by this story because it's potentially vince getting his just desserts but i just i don't i don't i don't think that's going to be it the wwe will create some other news and this will eventually probably fade so that's that's my take it's just not the most interesting I, I, and this is me i mean i'm the guy that loves controversy this just isn't 
Nah, doesn't do it for me. But yeah, interesting. Uh, and you mentioned Sasha Banks and that situation with she and Naomi. One source says that she was released by WWE, and others say that she was not, and that she is still employed but suspended by WWE. And now that uh, the confusion is there, the attorneys have become <clears throat> involved with the situation. Uh, she also underwent surgery and changed her look a little bit. So they are essentially just doing whatever, I guess you could say. Uh, side note, Bailey had her birthday this week, and she hasn't been on television in any show since August, maybe longer. It's, it's uh, been probably a longer. <laughs> so what's happening there? Just have to wait and see because Bailey's not saying, and nobody else is really saying anything. Maybe she'll show up at SummerSlam. I don't know. Um, what else in wrestling news? Oh, Randy Orton. How do you feel about this? Randy Orton having a really like the best year of his career. And then discovers that he needs back surgery and will likely be out even longer. You know, it's uh, it's a shame because if you ask me, and, and I know you go back to like the early Randy Orton days and, you know, we we hated him. But he has really grown as a performer, and he's he is one of my favorites to watch. I I I enjoy what he's putting down, and it's kind of been a shame that he's really hasn't been in the title picture for a while. Because I like him in that the hunt for that and in there and such. I I think that they're a little worried about having him there because He's a legitimate contender for the, the title. And, you know, we can't have everybody getting all the titles because, you know, we got to protect Flair's uh, record. So, you know, <coughs> excuse me, that little something caught on to something. <clears throat> um, so he has, you know, he's, he's really good as a performer right now. He just, and um, I was actually talking with a coworker, um, of mine about this a little bit. And uh, he was, he hadn't heard that Orton was going to be out for that, but he was telling me, cause he's just getting back into watching wrestling that uh, he was kind of disappointed to hear that because since he's come back, the best thing that, and the thing that he's been enjoying the most is RK bro. He, he likes that combination just of those two. So he was sad to hear that that, was the case so um yeah it's a shame that he's going to be gone for a while because he's been good and i i, I kind of want more orton so right yeah just to i guess piggyback on what you said you you are right in the 
terminology of back when he was new. We hated robot Orton. Even the the legend killer thing, we we didn't really like or enjoy. But over the years, he's learned. He's become a better wrestler. He's become a better team member of the wrestling community in the backstage areas. I mean, at least from everything that you know we're privy to, right? <clears throat> but right now, <laughs> I have been enjoying. The RK Bro stuff and uh, the 20 year celebration that they threw for Orton, you know, just a month ago or a month and a half ago already. So it's one of those deals where hopefully Orton uh, does not have to have major surgery and won't be out rehabbing for a long time. But in the same uh, breath as I say that, the summer of Cena returns, and you don't really need both of them to take up that spotlight for that period of time. So maybe it's good. Orton is out for a little bit. Give him a rest and give the visual interest a rest. And it's not like he disappeared off the face of the map because... Every time Riddle is out there, he's like, yeah, my best bro, Randy. And, you know, that's kind of funny to know that Randy is somebody, bud. RK bro 420. <laughs> but we'll, we'll just have to see what happens, just like everything else. But this is our speculation on what's going on with the the legend killer, the Viper, Randy Orton. So speedy recovery to you, Randy. Hopefully you someday will be able to watch this because that would be kind of cool. Uh, let's see. Sting returned on AEW Rampage this evening. He was written off TV for a few weeks with a broken uh, ankle. Um, other than that, the uh, uh, you might be interested in this. The Young Bucks are the new AEW World Tag Team Champions, and they are the first AEW tag team to hold the titles for a second time. And of course, that means, as you know, that uh, the uh, <clears throat> team of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Had uh, lost the match, so no longer champions. And what did uh, Christian Cage do after the match? Uh, grab Jungle Boy and beat the crap out of him. Christian turned heel again. But eh. the day before Jungle Boy's 25th birthday, I guess. That got me to thinking, what were we doing when we were 25? Just going to turn 25. We're done with college. Just hoping to make a buck. <laughs> Pay the rent. And here we are. Over 10 years later going. <sighs> just trying to make a buck. 
25. I know you got to carry the one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, and tired. It's been a long day. Um, so I'm trying to, trying to remember even what year that would be. Um, like 2010. Oh, 2010? Ish. No. No, because 2010 would. That was 12 years ago. So that puts me. Yeah, actually about 25. <laughs> uh, I was getting married, Kidder. That's what I was I, doing. I know. But still trying to just make a buck. <laughs> I was making money. I just wasn't making good money. I was living below the poverty line, you know, being a teacher. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. having nature is your back door. Yep. Living in the great state of Montana. Which is uh you know having some interesting uh time with all of the flooding over in the Yellowstone area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we went through a little bit of that when we were out there, right? Just no, we uh, went through, like north end. We went through glacier. Yellowstone's we, down on the southern end of the state. Okay. I didn't know if we had creeped that far south or not. But nope. we saw we saw quite the the quite the damage, uh, if you will, uh, with the wildfires that scorched everything. The uh, 2009, I think that was right. Well, a bunch of the fires were happening uh, like a year or two before. I think it was before that. Yeah. But so. uh, that's a lot of damage out there. It was. But uh, as uh, crazy as it was to see all the burnt trees and the middle of nowhere and people looking at us going, is that a Kia? Uh, it was still very, very beautiful in a lot, a lot of places through Glacier National Park and around the official park area, the highlands and the lowlands and up and down the, the trails in the middle of nowhere, no cell signal, no satellite signal sometimes, just enjoying nature and air conditioning because it was hot. Yeah. But it was fun. It uh, it was and does. Uh, say speaking of the whole Kia story, which we haven't officially ever told on this show, because we're waiting for uh, Brother Nico in order to tell that one. Um, <laughs> so I I said at the beginning of the show, Kidder, I've been doing some traveling. Um, you know, last week I came to you live from Williston and uh, ended up going up to Riding Rock, and um, that was a good event and had a great time with that uh but today i was traveling out to lake jesse state historic site and um my gps might have taken me down a back road and man i might have bottomed out my malibu a couple of times uh going down this road (laughs) Hmm. it was very much a kia moment Um, good thing it's a state vehicle (laughs) yeah (laughs) but but i i bring this up because uh when we went up to Riding Rock, also, 
and you'll get this. I, I did mention that I actually told my executive director in our state archivist the Kia story. Um, because we were driving on gravel roads and such. And our GPS that time led me uh, down a gravel road that eventually turned into like a uh, basically a two track trail across a field at the section line. And we stopped and we looked at it. And it's like, well, do we try it? And I, I just looked at it and I went, well, maybe if I had a Kia and, uh, you know, both my executive director and state archivist uh, got a kick out of that. Um, we didn't try it. We ended up backtracking a ways and eventually making it. But yeah, no, we bottomed out uh, today. Um, and it, and and after that, we got to, to Lake Jesse. And um, Lake Jesse State Historic Site is kind of an interesting one. It's a campsite. Uh, basically, a lot of people when they were crossing North Dakota uh, camped at Lake Jesse. Um, and there's a family that owns this little strip of land between Lake Jesse and Lake Addy. And in the 1950s, a state historian, Dana Wright, stopped there and told them, hey, you know, here's all these people who camped here. We should preserve some of this and uh, convinced them to give up this small, about an acre worth of land uh, for this site. But it's in their backyard. So when you pull up to this historic site, uh, you you actually have to drive into their farm yard, go down a, a two-track little path through their hay corral to get over to where the site is. And so they have a lot of problems with people being turned away. So we were out there talking with them today um, because they were talking about trying to further develop the site and such and they said hey we'd love to take you up onto the uh, hillside up here to show you where this famous uh painting of lake jesse was done and we piled into one of their trucks to do it and uh you know we, we drove up saw it. it was a beautiful view future howard will put some pictures up of the view because it was gorgeous uh but on the way back down um as i'm sitting in the uh, back seat with our the president of our foundation uh, UND's own Biting Sioux football coach Dale Lennon. Uh, Dale was like, you know, Chris, probably a good thing we didn't bring the Malibu up here. I'm like, what? You don't think it could have made it? <laughs> it wouldn't have. Um, <laughs> not one bit. But uh, that's a good joke. Good joke. So, had a great visit uh, out there at Lake Jesse and then uh, Dale had never been to Oscar Zero, so we stopped at Oscar Zero and uh, gave a, him a very quick tour of that facility. Uh, they're doing pretty well this uh, year. It was it was hopping, a lot of visitors there, so great to see that and uh, such. But yeah, so I've been doing a lot of traveling, Gitter, a lot of uh, traveling. In fact, um, on my trip last week, the state archivist asked me if I had ever calculated or kept track of how many miles I drive in a year and uh, I haven't but it got me curious and up until my trip today because uh, I haven't looked at my route and figured out what all I racked up today uh, so not including today's trip Kidder so far since January uh, I have been on the road for 4,331 miles so far this year so Them's rookie numbers. 
<laughs> it's good. It's good. Yeah, I mean, listen, I at least have been traveling across the state. You were just driving around the city, man. Except that one trip to Carrington. You were just driving around the city. The yeah, there was there was that, yeah. But uh I mean I was just thinking this year for myself, how many times uh we've been uh out east and then south and back. I'm not uh, quite at the four thousand uh point, but uh got some miles on as well. Got some miles on. Both of us, though, don't have as many miles as a former coworker of mine. He works for the state of Montana now, and uh, he drives throughout the state. And uh, by throughout the state, I mean corner to corner. <laughs> and then out of the state sometimes and back within a day and week, whatever. So... Uh, he was telling me a month or so ago that uh, he got his, his state vehicle with, I want to say 60,000 miles on it. And in the first month he was over a hundred thousand <laughs> and, uh, he was taking it in weekly to get the oil changed because he'd go over, <laughs> over 8,000 and they're looking at him. Why are you not changing the oil so much? Well, do you want the car to blow up or what? <laughs> like, Going over 8,000 miles here. Can you rotate the tires while we're at it? So I don't know if he uh, has been listening to the episodes as he's been driving, but a shout out to him. So thanks. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I guess, guess we could call them boots. Thanks, boots. So, hey, Kidder, uh, you know, how the Avs doing? The Avs, man, that first game, game one of the Stanley Cup final. Oh, <sighs> three goals from the Avs right away in the first. Oh, my gosh, it was great. And then uh, the Lightning, they scored one. Yeah. Then the second period, they scored two more. And I'm like, you know what? Can't ha Can't let this happen. Third period, stalemate. Although the uh, the best thing is uh, got to hear the Blink 182 singing from the crowd. Uh, I, I know you have not been able to experience that in the broadcast, but uh, it's a, a really fun portion. Typically in the third period when they play Blink 182s, all the small things. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with the song. Never heard it. You lion sack, especially by that shit eating grin on your face. <laughs> <laughs> if only we had the technology to get both of our cameras up here all the time <clears throat> without, I don't know, extra technology. When we make it big, then we can get an actual studio set up. But, you know, then we're going to be in person and we're going to have like tech crews and it's going to be switching back and forth between us. And it'll be a, an actual production. Hmm. I'm waiting for that. Anyway, all the small things. 
good moment of the game. Went uh, right up to the last minute and a half of the game. And guess what? A penalty on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. There was also just a backing up uh, for earlier in the in that period. <laughs> there was a delay of game penalty for chucking the puck over the glass. And, of course, everybody lost their mind when they did it. Uh, but anyway, ran out the clock in regulation, a 15-minute pause, get everybody rested up, back for overtime, Within a minute and a half, the Avalanche come ahead, scoring. Oh, it was it was so 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 nice, a very beautiful goal by our friend Burry Burakovsky. Yes, tossing that puck right into the back of the net. Avalanche pick up the game one victory, four to three in overtime. It's going to be a barn burner of a series, and it would be super cool if we could do it quick. But you know what? I'm I'm good with it uh, being as many games as we need to for the Avalanche to win the cup. Interesting thing: the the crowd was also chanting, "We want the cup," and we do. We hear at Triple B, we would like the cup. I mean, it'd be pretty cool, right? Put the, the Stanley Cup right back here or maybe right there over your shoulder, uh, right by Kong. I mean, we only need it for one show. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, we can always, I mean, we, we can make the cup appear, but it's not quite the same. Yeah, it's not, not the same. But even if we got a replica, it's just not the same. So... Would be cool if uh, the avalanche stopped by and got a picture with the good brothers from Triple B. I mean, what kind of, uh, you know, public relations uh, stunt would that be? I mean, imagine their tens and tens of followers that they would gather from stopping by to talk to us. (laughs) Yeah. I do. Especially when most most of our listeners are in uh, Pennsylvania right now. So shout out to Pennsylvania. Hey, Pennsylvania, how the hell are you? Thanks for joining us. With that, I'm thirsty because I finished this Oreo beer. So let's go to something else from. From Iowa. This one uh, was from, again, the Lake Time Brewery. I don't know if I got a second one from Lake Time. Don't worry, Kenner. I finished as well. Woo! Good job. I may have chugged it all here in the last, like, 30 seconds when you said, hey, I'm thirsty, Um, but (laughs) I did it. Oh, man. Uh, You know what? I better drink this one because it's been in here. For a little bit. Uh, This one. I don't even know when the date was. Because as you can see. The date on the side of this is. uh, Like has disintegrated. 
Anyway, uh, this one is a, yeah, there you can see the disintegration of the text. Okay. Madison River Brewing Company Incorporated. And oddly enough, Howie Blues, this is from Belgrade, Montana. <laughs> what are the odds of us talking about Montana and then this? Seriously, not planned at all. You know, Kidder, we haven't really had any listeners from Montana. Just throwing that out there. When I look at the uh, United States map, none from Montana. None. What the hell, Montana? We haven't even made fun of you. We like we Montana. Like you. Yeah. I mean, except for the fact when you drive across central and eastern Montana and it seems like you've been driving for six six days and you haven't made it anywhere. But I mean, it's, it's fine. It's still beautiful. So this one again coming to us from uh, Madison River Brewing Company Incorporated. It's 12 fluid ounces so they don't skimp out on uh, any of the ounces in this bottle. It's the Salmon Fly Honey Rye Malt Beverage with Honey Added. And look at that. Nice, nice picture right on the front of the beer. I mean, if you look real closely in the background, it looks like there's a Kia going through that field. <laughs> the annual... Salmon fly hatch occurs in early summer on the Madison River. In recognition, Madison River Brewing Company presents Salmon Fly Honey Rye. The malted barley used in this unique brew is complemented by the subtle spiciness of rye. Mm. Bittering and flavor hop additions balance the sweetness from the hint of pure Montana honey to complete a delightful drinking experience. Salmon fly. Tie one on today. Visit more at madisonriverbrewing.com. That's uh, really all the notes on, on this. And it is an old, oldie-fashioned traditional uh, top on it. So we'll pop that off here, and <clears throat> good thing, as you know, that uh, we'll be able to get this bottle over to Local Geek for some more local brews as well, even more local than Montana. Hmm. You can smell the, the honey right off the top, so that's nice. Have you had this one before, Howie Blues? I actually have had it. I was trying to remember I've had it. Um, hmm. But yeah, I, I have had it before. Uh, the name is uh, what reminded me that I've, I've had it. Because a name like that, the Salmon Fly Honey Rye. Yeah, I've, I've definitely had it. I just, I can't remember where. But I think I remember enjoying it. So That's good. Yeah, that is good. The, the sweet honey and then that rye comes through. Mm. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good, Howie Blues. Mm. 
you know, just uh, drinking this. I would love to have one of these on tap or fresh from the brewery just to see the difference and how much better it could be. But uh, I'll give this four out of five. Nice. Nice. 4.13 salmon out of five. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Guess it brings it over to me. What do you have for number two that was stacked underneath number one? Well, it wasn't quite stacked underneath. It was like they were in a line. You know, like I had a close beer and a far beer. Just, just, yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyway, um, so <laughs> here's what I got, uh, Kidder. Um, and I have another one of these. And maybe I'll do the next, the other one uh, next week. But uh, the Distill Brewery out of Normal, Illinois, has this uh, Wild Sour series. And it's a series of sour beers. Um, and... I, I will say you can pick this up in a twelve pack, where you get a, a, there were three beers that you got to know what they were of the variety pack, but then the fourth one was a random mystery, and I didn't know I didn't know how well I would like that, um, but anyway, I, so I was able to pick up two on the individuals. So tonight I have uh, from their Wild Sour series the Here Goes Nothing is what this is. It's a ghost ale uh, brewed with coriander and sea salt, uh, 5.2 alcohol, 5.2% alcohol by volume, uh, 12 fluid ounces, and uh, I don't think I saw anything. Oh, oh there is. There's some tasty notes. Here's uh, what it says. We threw caution to the wind with our interpretation of a Leipzig-style ghost Featuring complex aromas of and acidic flavors, uh, contributed by indigenous wild yeast and lactic fermentation, lemon, lime, and other citrus-like qualities are balanced by the spicy character of coriander and a mineral mouthfeel uh, from French sea salt, resulting in a refreshing beer that was worth the risk. Cheers. Support flavor, boycott bland. So, Kidder, I I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I have recently kind of found myself digging sour beers. <laughs> it's uh, a little different for you. And it is a little different because especially, usually they are um, fruit-laced, but yeah, it definitely smells like a sour beer. <laughs> Woo! And that is a sour beer. <laughs> yeah. I get the salt, the sea salt taste to it. And the coriander, picking that up. But, uh, mm. it's not bad. It's not bad. It's a bit more um, grainy than I kind of like in my sour beer. 
I, uh, it's a bit thick. Yeah, it, it it is a bit thick. It's not quite like chewing my beer thick like I've had on some of these. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely leaving me kind of like, but definitely like a, a grassy, grainy um, taste uh, in my mouth. So it's not bad, but not the best hour I've ever had. So it's all right. I'd probably oh give it a three point three 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 repeating. <laughs> repeating, of course, oh, of course, because <laughs> that's annoying uh, for a rating. Um, so, but yeah, no, I I have found myself. Uh, kind of drawn to the sour beers as of late. Like, you know, it's not something that I I normally drink a lot of before this show, but it's one of those I have found myself when I've been um, in the liquor store looking at the options. It's kind of like, oh, you're offering a sour? Yeah, I'll take that. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's an interesting transition. I'm I'm usually more of a dark beer kind of guy, um, but uh, I, yeah, I, I have found that I've started enjoying kind of sour beers lately. So, and the interesting thing, as you may or may not remember, we told the local geek in our suggestions that a sour would be a fantastic addition to the local geek's repertoire, and he really said, "I would love to do a sour." But it's it's a lot. So good. I am glad that you enjoy that. Maybe your tastes are changing. And remember, I'm saying it now because I do have at least two beers that I have to get to you so we can try together. Hmm. I've had one of them already. Uh, I don't remember if it was last year or if it was two years ago already. Uh, and I enjoyed it then. Uh, so I'm I'm hoping it's as your sour tastes have been developing that you will enjoy it as well. It's not specifically sour, but uh, the best thing that I can say is uh, you remember the blueberry beer incident, right? I mean, we've only talked about it on the show like a couple <laughs> dozen times. Yeah, every every time that there's something fruity in beer. Mm -hmm. So, so this beer or cider, I'd have to look at the can again to see how it's actually classified. But uh, it comes in a four pack. It's a local beer. Uh, in Iowa again, but uh, I, the, the first time that I tried it, had it without having previous beers to uh, have the blueberry incident recreated. So I can attest that I enjoy it and did enjoy it again a year or two ago. And I'm hoping that uh, you will at least somewhat enjoy it. So I got to figure out a way to get it over to you <laughs> again. What? That and and the uh, the other beer, which I can't remember what it's called, but I think it's uh, 
kind of a wheat beer for the uh, the second one specifically. Mm. Well, Kidder, you know where I live, so I, I do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Just, yes. Contrary to popular what? belief, you do know where I live. That GPS lied. End up on a prairie trail somewhere in Mandan. <laughs> Bottoming out your Subaru as you go. <laughs> mm. I've, only, I've only done that once, and it was in the snow. And <clears throat> to be completely frank about that, it was almost two feet of snow. So... I expected that it would get bottomed out, but in my defense, I almost made it out of my street. So take that, you pickup loving SOBs. My four wheel slash all wheel drive sedan almost beat that entire blizzard because it only got stuck one of the four days that we were affected by it. Yeah. Stick that in your tailpipe and smoke it. Do I have to? Can I pass? Um, do you do you have one of those lifelines yet? <laughs> hey, hey, kidder, here, here's something interesting. Sorry for the audio listeners, but uh, did you know that uh, paint separates over time? Yes. But uh, I, I have to share this. This is one of the paints that's been sitting on my uh, shelf. It's a metallic but it's uh, Metallica, yeah. Oh, it's kind of separated into some cool, like, color variations and shades. So, yeah, there we go. So, it's just kind of cool. But now I'm going to shake it up, so it's going to be fixed. So, there you go. Give us the full motion. Give us, give us, give us the shake. Yeah, working on it. There are some people in this hobby who actually buy like paint shakers that'll shake your paint for you. Me. Fair enough. I can't say that <clears throat> that I would, but then again, I don't uh, do the painting because clearly the uh, 3D printed beer bottle from the local geek that we have back here mine is still its original resin yellow if it uh, makes you feel better mine is too but mine's at least on a paint holder and by paint holder I mean this bottle from you know some pills ah, uh, cetrazine yeah uh, yeah I actually on the last uh, episode where I was painting so that would have been the episode that came out this week kidder um, I actually I, since I did some varnishing, uh, I actually tried to varnish coat this to try and take care of some of the uh, lines from the 3D print. Um, didn't really do what I wanted with that, so hmm. I had to think about it. But I, I am planning to paint it, because why not? So Sure, why not? Yeah. So why not? You know. <laughs> That's it. Mm -hmm. You know. <laughs> why not? Oh, I love it. He's just like, yeah. You know. Well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. That beer is still sour. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
What was I doing? Oh, I was going to pick metallics. <laughs> what was I doing? How strong is that beer? Kidder, I, I kid you not. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, when, I, when I say it's been a week, I mean, it has been, I've been doing a lot of work. So um, I was on the road most Saturday, did the event Saturday, had Sunday off. Monday, I did a half day, which is probably the only reason I'm still somewhat sane. Within Tuesday, I put in nearly a 12-hour day. And then uh, oh, it's just been a lot of, like, a lot of crud stuff that I've had to take care of. I got a lot of stuff done this week, but it's just kind of like, ugh. Um, so it's, uh, yeah. I, I, Howard is a bit mentally shot at this point. Um, and I'm not looking forward, Kidder. What's with all this heat we have coming our way? Because, damn it, man, I have to mow a lawn, and I hear it's going to be like 100 and some degrees out this weekend. There is a potential <clears throat> that uh, tomorrow, by the end of the day, we'll hit 100 degrees. And on Sunday, we could hit 102. Yes. It is a possibility. It's also possible that Fargo could hit 105. It's possible. Will it happen? We'll have to see. But uh, what's up with the heat? <clears throat> I love it. This is exactly what I ordered. And what I would tell you is to wait until Sunday night to mow. Why? Because then you don't burn your grass, which is what I'm doing. Waiting until Sunday. Plus, I have some uh, budding grass seed, if you will, that is uh, out in the lawn that I've been letting sprout and seed a little bit. So hopefully, it'll be a little extra seed action. Get going in there, thicken up the lawn, make it real nice. Love it. But yes. Could have a couple storms, hopefully. We'll see. Hopefully nothing crazy. Obviously, we don't want any of that. But so, so you're saying maybe I some need rain. To I was gonna say, so you're saying I need to mow Sunday night. I would uh, suggest Sunday evening. Because I was thinking you about know, doing it tomorrow morning. Hmm. <laughs> The, the only reason that I say you might want to wait because you cut the grass, it weakens it a little bit because, you know, you've cut it in half or more, depending on how long your grass length is. And so it weakens it a little bit. And then it gets hot, blisters the grass, burns it, and then you end up getting a brown lawn. And then you try and water it have it come back you end up uh having to overwater it to help get it healthy again stuff like that so my personal recommendation number one if you have a sprinkler system or if you put the water out to you know help green up a section of your lawn do it in the morning right before sunrise and the reason for that is uh, by the time your sprinklers finish cycling, 
It uh, should be about sunrise or maybe the sun is just coming up. And that way the water will have time to soak into the dirt, into the grass. The grass will have time to absorb it. Before the sun gets at a, a high enough angle where it dries up and that water that you just put on it evaporates and then you waste money, which is why if you water anytime while the sun is up, unless you uh, have a brand new lawn that is sprouting from seed or even sod that's just been put down, you got to water the crap out of that. And so watering throughout the day is a necessary evil, even though a lot of it evaporates. But if you have an established lawn, even over a year, you want to do it in the morning, right before sunrise. Get the water out there, get it on your lawn, have it absorb that and be able to, I guess, uh, enjoy the water before the sun comes up and makes it evaporate and stresses your lawn a little bit. Just a suggestion for you there. Also, you, you don't necessarily want to do it every day, but uh, every two or three days, depending on what part of the season you're in and how dry your lawn is. You can go out into the middle of your yard and uh, see if you can, number one, if you can put your finger into the dirt, into the lawn. Uh, or number two, you could try to do a little core sample and see how far the moisture goes down in your soil, in your yard. So if it's a little bit more moist, you don't have to water every day or every other day. If it's dry, you still want to more water in the morning, but uh, do what you can to help your grass. And of course, save money. That's what I uh, mentioned with the, the watering in the morning too, because number one, if you water during the day, the sun and or wind can evaporate up to half of the moisture that is being sprayed out of your sprinklers. So that's, you know, half up to half the water just evaporating half of your money being thrown away. And then number two, you don't really want to water in the uh, evening or overnight unless absolutely necessary because it can create mold issues in your water uh, in your lawn because it gets too saturated, too wet. It stays. It doesn't uh, absorb or dry, and then uh, it can kill your lawn and create fungal issues. And you don't want that. That's about what you have your stuff set at, right, Howie? Yeah, sure, whatever, whatever you set my sprinkler system to. <laughs> I was still set to whatever I set it to. <laughs> yep. Hopefully, I did it right. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Otherwise, I'm blaming it's, you. It's been a couple years. I, I haven't even Not lived quite. in this place a year, so no, it hasn't. It's been it forever. Hasn't. It's been forever. <laughs> forever. <clears throat> ah. Speaking of forever, it's been forever since we have seen live PD or another police show 
such as cops on TV. And I have good news for you, Howie Blues. I have even better Soon. news. We talked about this last week. We, we did. We did. Okay. okay. Technically, we didn't because you waited until like as soon as I ended the episode last week and then you mentioned it. But future Howard is like, what the hell, kidder? That should be in the episode. And so he may have <laughs> grabbed that and edited it in so that we talked about it last week. So, oh. yeah. yeah. But, I like uh, it. But feel free to share with everybody why they should be watching Live PD. On Patrol Live! Yeah, it, it's the new show coming to Reels. And it's uh, Dan Abrams again. He hosted Live PD before. Well, he's the CEO and founder of Abrams Media. So congratulations, Dan Abrams. He'll be joined by a former sergeant or retired sergeant from Tulsa PD, Sean Sticks Larkin, and uh, 25 years of service at the Tulsa PD. Also, Deputy... Sheriff Curtis Wilson, the division commander with the Richland County Sheriff's Department in Columbia, South Carolina. They will be contributors with Dan Abrams on Patrol Live. It's coming this summer, and we'll keep you up to date with the latest news on that exciting show. I'm looking forward to it. I know you know that I'm looking forward to it. Just coming this hey, summer. I, we'll see. I, I was going to say, get her. Get her. Do you want a Howard's hot take? Yes. Live PD was for that kind of a show. Yeah, I'll say it. I've watched a little bit of it. I was bored to tears. I was bored <laughs> to tears. Not this that not good of an episode. Yeah, uh, you say that, but you know, I just I haven't seen anything from it where I was like. Yeah, that's that's really like I can understand. Maybe if you are truly a a law enforcement enthusiast, you're like, yeah. But the number of times like I tuned in, I'm like, oh, this could be interesting. And it's like, we're doing well, we're doing a wellness check. And uh, yeah, everybody's all right. It's like. That's the, the interesting thing, because, you know, that's how it goes. Howie Blues. I mean, haven't you watched me play flashing lights? Sorry. He says no, but he lies. You you a liar! Why are you lying? Uh no kidder, I I mean I, I haven't had time to watch anything. So no, I, I haven't watched you uh play flashing lights. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, all right, fine. But in uh, other flashing lights news, a patch was released today with several improvements and uh, visual improvements there, functional improvements, bug improvements. So, yes, flashing lights, extra 5%. More better. More better. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. yeah. Yep, still not playing it. Disappointing thing. <laughs> I know you don't have to play. It's fine. The the uh, thing that I would say is uh, I was disappointed 
because I uh, had to go back in with the modifications to the game and uh, re-add them because it it changed. Uh, I shouldn't say it changed. It reverted the file uh, for the elements back to the original game elements. And so that was something that, you know, I had to get past. But I got past it. We're back in business with the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department, the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, and the Nevada Highway Patrol, and the United States Customs and Border Protection. You're welcome. Hey, uh, hey, Kidder, would you like some breaking yeah. news? Yeah. Breaking news. This just in. Howard has still not signed into Steam and therefore has still not accepted Kidder's friend request. You rat Updates bastard. at 10. <laughs> That was an hour and 50 minutes ago. We should have had an update by now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like 10 o'clock next week. Mm. Mm. So mm. tune in to the next episode of Beer, Blues, and BS to find out, did Howard sign into Steam? Has he finally accepted Kidder's red request? Probably. I already know the answer. We, it's, this is not a spoiler. This is a promise. No, <laughs> I do have to say in uh, other more real world, uh, I guess, uh, the primary election was this past Tuesday. Did you happen to vote in the primaries? No. So. Uh, yep, yep. Well, I mean, they did early voting, which I happened to early vote at the end of last week. But I, I wasn't like one of the other people who put the sticker on and then touted it about of, I voted, look at me, I voted. I mean, I got the sticker. Kind of disappointed that it wasn't one of the fancier stickers. It's just the uh, standard uh, I have voted sticker, but again, I have proof. So I'll put that next to, uh, the other one <laughs> over here, uh, from um, two years ago. Anyway, the reason that I ask how he blues is because I happened to mention to a few people to write me in for sheriff because, you know, I didn't uh, go out campaigning or do anything for sheriff. But maybe I will in four years. Maybe I should run, actually run for sheriff. Get a petition together, get the signatures, get on the ballot, and then people can circle in the little bubble next to my name. But I have to say, the voting results are in, and there was only one contestant if you will to vote for on the actual ballot aside from writing in your choice so the uh, 
uh, incumbent for the sheriff, uh, got nearly 11,000 votes. The write-in received 77 votes. And I happen to think that all of them were mine. I know they weren't, but I happen to think that they <laughs> almost all were. It doesn't say who they were all for on the election page, but with 0.7% of the vote, I did not win the sheriff election. I also uh, learned that I had one vote in Morton County as well. So thank you for your votes. <laughs> I appreciate it. Maybe I'll have to get it together in four years and actually run for sheriff. And then I can be Sheriff Tuscon. Yeah, sure. I'd vote for you. Maybe. Hey, get her. Not a, get her. Not a, not a rousing endorsement from uh, my best bro Howard Blues. I'm I'm not gonna lie, uh Kidder, I was uh I was, I was traveling. I know I keep talking about traveling. Traveling has been a lot of my life lately. Um while I was traveling today, I had our assistant executive director in the car and our uh president of our foundation and we're driving along gravel roads and as we were making our last turn I hit the turn signal to turn in and my assistant executive director's like hey uh chris it's a gravel road you you don't really need to put on the turn signal and i said well it's habit she goes well i guess that's a good habit i'm like yeah especially when you got a friend who's a cop who keeps wanting to try and pull you over for any reason you know so i was thinking about you today just so you know imagine so, if i was sheriff yeah oh hey uh kidder you want some uh some actual breaking news. Let's just run this breaking news kick. Um, <clears throat> hold on. Breaking news. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Now we almost don't need the graphic. You know, it's kind of sad, especially since you made the graphic. Um. Uh, yes, this just did. Howard has still not watched Pacific Rim. Sorry, Lane. And that hurts, yeah. You're not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the, that was the weak, weakest, weak ass sorry I've heard in like a month. Uh, that's because it's sorry, not sorry. I just wanted to troll Lane. Uh, uh, you know, it's, uh... So here, since since we're trolling Lane. I got asked yesterday, hey, Starlight Coke, that's a new thing. Uh, like a month ago, yeah. Have you tried it? Uh, on, on the show, like a month ago. Well, I'm behind. Yes. And that's what's wrong with society. <laughs> Because you're not watching, you're not watching the show. And he started laughing, and then, and then he mentioned an election result, and I was like, "Yep." <laughs> and our other coworker goes, "Yep." That that was two days ago. <laughs> I'm just seeing it now. Yeah, Lane, get with it. 
I'm busy. Yeah, we're busy too. Look, we got this show to do. We were doing this show. We're still in it. Lane. Hey, hey, not only are we still in it, we're actually up to date with all the current episodes of Beer Blues and BS. Yeah, we've watched all of them. Some of us more than once. And have had more than one beer. Mm -hmm. I'm out. I only brought the two down, so you're on your own if you're going to go around three, man. Just, just throwing that out there. But, mm. uh, yeah. Mm. I mean, <clears throat> have we been talking for a while, or uh, are we still stumbling through this thing? Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, we, we, it's up to you. We, we could do that. Uh, we're about 30 minutes off of a two hour show. Oh, roughly. Well, what can we talk about for half an hour? I could always pull up flashing lights. No, we don't got enough money for that. Hmm. Just, just saying. We could talk about, uh, the product that's probably getting more traction than our own web store, the drinking partner. I mean, you could, if you want to, hmm. you, you, you don't want to share your testimonial of the excellent drinking partner product. Well, I mean, you can't call it a testimonial. I, I haven't used it. I just purchased it for somebody. It has not been used. I can't tell you if it's actually a good product. It just arrived. It's, it's been given That's as a how gift. testimonials work. You buy it, you put it in the corner and say he used it. <laughs> Don't you know how radio and TV work? No. Howie Blues, we've been doing this for over a year. This is <laughs> podcasting. It is either now. TV or radio. I just want to make that clear podcasting neither tv nor radio but you know what we could be on either if we censored I, us more <laughs> uh, i don't think so i have neither a face for tv or radio no a little little soft stuff for kitty humor there you know no yeah so if you're watching or listening to this send Either hate mail or support letters to Howard at beerbluesbs.com. <laughs> Howard needs a little traction in his inbox. No. Get him some love. Howard gets enough with all of the meeting recordings and spam I get. Mm. But, uh, you know, we could triple our followers in one week if we follow three easy steps. Yeah, but that sounds like that's just going to cost me money. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, Kidder, I, I guess I, I have a little bit of uh, gaming controversy I could talk about. Well, that'd be great. Yeah. Is it the uh, downfall of the Halo franchise? Uh, I was talking board gaming. Oh, sorry. Uh, apparently, there was a Kickstarter for a game called The Breach. I wasn't in on this one. I really didn't look into it, but uh, I, I've seen that uh, their campaign was successful. Don't know why I went Sylvester there. Um, 
<laughs> but uh, as soon as it went successful and they they campaign ends, uh, they get the company that has put together this game gets a notification of hey, uh, you can't actually get these funds or make this game because uh, you basically uh, this other company that made a little tiny game. You may or may not have heard of it, Kidder. Uh, little tiny game. Popular on the PC. Uh, little game. Very little game. Small following. Called League of Legends. Uh, happens to, to basically say, Hey, we noticed that some of these miniatures and characters that you have in your game, blatant ripoff of our IP. So uh, we shutting you down. And so mm. Kickstarter is holding all of the funds for this game because it's in violation of copyright law. Hmm. Yeah. And have you looked at this to see if uh, you can see similarities? If there's oh, a, a potential case? It's it's pretty blatant ripoff. Um, excuse Howard as he leans to the left uh, to pull up Kickstarter. <laughs> And we'll uh, we'll see if we can find this here quickly. I don't know how familiar you are with League of Legends. Um, not very familiar. I I'm not either. Um, this is where we might need an expert, somebody who's played it, Lane, to come on the show and. Uh, Help us out. Um, now, why would Lane so, want to be on this show? He doesn't even watch the show. He doesn't even like us. So, uh, as you can see, when you go to uh, the Kickstarter um, page, you are greeted by this. And for the audio listeners, it's a uh, Kickstarter page that reads, The Breach is the subject of an intellectual property dispute and is currently unavailable. Um, so yes, they are being um, challenged by uh, Riot Games, basically saying that uh, League of Legends has basically been um, ripped off. So let me uh, let me let me do some uh, more digging here. Let's see what I can find. Feel free to vamp, Kidder, while I do this. Changing it because we don't want a copyright law violation. Something like that. Just looking at the excitement that I have. I have this excitement. The return. On patrol live. Yes, very exciting. Very exciting. Kind of like Danhausen there for a second. Kind of weird. Hookhausen, as it were. Oh, yeah, we're uh, just under. Well, let's see. When this is released, <clears throat> it will be after forbidden door but that is on sunday the 26th are you busy sunday the 26th that would be a week from sunday 
Kidder, I got kids. I'm booked solid for the next 18 years. <laughs> uh, Might have to fire up this thing and do a live stream so then you can carry your phone around the house. Um, my toddler would probably steal the phone. Well, I am kind of striking out to find some good examples of this. So, future Howard, uh, feel free to put in some. But uh, the one video that I watched, Kidder, on the topic, they showed some stuff, and it's yeah, it's it's very very clear that they were ripping off not not just even um, League of Legends, but there's some stuff in there that could be. Uh, easily taken from Overwatch um, as well. So if Blizzard ever wanted to get involved in that. But this is not a um, it's not a new phenomenon among Kickstarter games. Simon uh, is notorious for this, uh, especially in their Zombicide series. Uh, they tend to pull a lot of... Uh, pop cultural references and change things just a bit. Um, and they've only been kind of turned down a couple of times when they did Zombicide um, Invader. They did a uh, Will Smith Men in Black figure. Uh, different name, but I mean, clearly Will Smith Men in Black. Um, and they, they had to change that one. Uh, they got a, uh, a, letter, a letter of cease and desist on that. But there's still a lot of uh, things that you can find in there that are pretty clearly pop culture reference from movies or um, celebrities and such. So it, it's not something new uh, to the world of Kickstarter, but it's kind of interesting to see Riot Games actually step up and defend their uh, their IP on this one. So, yeah. A little bit of fun, a little bit of controversy, the things that we enjoy here on the Triple V. It's very true. And uh, I figured I would do this to, to help you out a little bit with uh, just showing some various League of Legends and Riot Games, various uh, images from the interwebs. I said without having access to the breaches stuff, and part of the problem is that the Kickstarter has been put down, so mm -hmm. it's hard to get if that's where all of their assets were, like all the photos of their miniatures and such. Then it makes it hard to kind of collect that stuff and look at it. But yeah, yeah, all kinds of interesting things. Hmm. Yeah, so much for that. But that's how it goes. Uh, an interesting, very, very random side note is uh, episode 61, which was released just uh, two short weeks ago. I had a Kiran Ishiban. It just so happens that two weeks ago, while eating sushi, I had another one, but it was on tap, and it was much better. It was fresh. It was delicious. I had to share that. So, post-mortem, what's on tap? Pre-what's on tap? Because 
It was kind of a pregame before we did the show two weeks ago. Meh. And then I'm having number three, the Bud Light Select. Right here. Mm. Cheers to your right. painting. Yeah, I'm just doing the metal banding on some barrels and tables and things like that. But uh, once I get done with that, I think I'm good for a wash and then have a bunch of these figures done. So I was going to ask if you like also had chairs. Uh, I do have chairs, uh, just not out and ready to be painted. Not with the tables or ladders. It's good to keep Correct. them separated so then we don't run into uh, potential trademark mentions and having to pay WWE. Uh, they stopped watching when I said I didn't care about the McMahon scandal. <laughs> That's true. Maybe somebody stuck it through. I don't know. Wait, phrasing. That's what Vince McMahon was trying to do. Never mind. Um hey. <laughs> thank you sorry thank I, you. I would you know like late night talk show sidekick there for a second I, I'm telling you lack you went, of sleep and alcohol. you went Tony Atlas <laughs> um, God, no that wasn't who that was really a reference the Ed to. McMahon that's a better um I was yes. sticking with the ref with wrestling references, but you know, real life references, <laughs> more accurate references. Yeah, representation, perhaps. It's the Abraham Washington show featuring Abraham Washington, and now here's your host, Abraham Washington. For the six people viewing who actually remember that <laughs> thank you yes we lived through it together actually i don't know that i was watching when they were doing that i think that might have fallen ecw yeah and that ecw when ecw came back uh as owned by the wwe that was during one of my wrestling hiatuses so i didn't really watch any of that so yeah i you know i'm not gonna say that i, I was missing out it sounds like i mean it was it was very dumb at the time even now going back i don't, I don't know what the point of it was <laughs> aside from give tony atlas a paycheck but, uh, yeah, I do miss ECW, the show. Uh, there's a lot of people that hated the ECW reboot, but I personally really enjoyed it. It was one hour long. It was very fast paced. Tiffany was the GM. CM Punk was on there. It was just a damn good show. Just loved it. You know, there's something and, to be uh, said about, you know, just yeah. a tight, simple show. Yeah. And and not something that's three hours long. As I said, I, I was talking with a coworker about the whole 
wrestling thing. And I, I said, you know, he's he's getting back into it. He went on a hiatus about the time that his kids were the age of my kids. So, you know, he's been he's been gone from it for a while. It's just getting back in. And I said, you know, it's interesting because I'm just kind of on my way out a little bit because I just don't have time. There's just too much of it. And so it was kind of interesting. We were we were talking about that fact that, yeah, there's a lot to it and a lot to try and catch mm-hmm. and follow. And not all of it's good, so it's that makes it hard to enjoy. Yeah. That's what's nice about uh, AEW Rampage because it's one hour long. And uh, tonight's episode, for instance, I mean, it had Sting, Darby Allen, Jade Cargill. I was going to say Dean Ambrose, but John Moxley, Taz, Jericho. They're all on the episode. It's all one hour long. And it was a good episode. Whereas uh, SmackDown, I, I will have to say that uh, my episode of SmackDown did not record for the second week in a row because, uh, you know, w- why not, I guess. But Brock Lesnar returned. And uh, we mentioned McMahon earlier. That's, I think, the only interesting things that might have happened on the show tonight. And apparently the McMahon segment was very short, so that might not have even been of any interest at all. I don't know. I have it set to record on maybe Thursday, I think, is the replay on FS1. So I'll just fast forward through it like normal. But it would have been nice to fast forward through it tonight for content for this show. Yeah, for our faithful viewers in Pennsylvania. Yeah, thanks, folks in Pennsylvania. If you could do us a favor, share it with your friends. That would be fantastic. Subscribe, share, like. You can certainly comment, too. I mean, we'd love that. Share your thoughts with us. Uh, we had a couple comments on the uh, Buzz Triple B Buzz episode that I had done on the uh, Motorola, my my uh, new phone. I still like it. One uh, individual apparently had some uh, issues with it, and you can see the comment on the Triple B Buzz episode about the. Motorola Edge Plus 2022 5G. My unboxing slash review. Go take a look if you'd like. It's on uh, our YouTube page. Just go to beerbluesbs.com, click on YouTube. And if you'd like, while you are there, you can buy us a beer if you'd like would you like to buy us a beer maybe around that would be all right too beerbluesbs.com in fact uh i met i was talking about uh, our program again because i like to share our program with various people i interact with irl if you will <laughs> and uh 
Triple D. Not to, to be confused with the Triple B. Triple D, that Chowda himself, uh, happened to, to talk to him. Uh, he has previously purchased a, a round for Howard and I. And he's like, uh, you got to send me that website again. So I happened to pull it up and show, man, that looks really good. Thank you. We worked hard on it. And there's that, and we enjoy it. He bought us around, like I said, and uh, he wanted to buy us one again. So hopefully he does at some point here in the near future. But uh, cheers to you listening or watching. Thank you very much for being here for this episode of Triple B. Well, Kidder, we've been talking for quite a while, and you've already started the cheap plugs, so you might as well finish them off and uh, oh. bring this show to a close. <laughs> Whew, okay, let's see if we can land this thing. Uh, um, how about a tease for next show? We'll talk about the Orville, because uh, the Orville's back. We might touch on Star Trek including strange new worlds and other things happening in the Trek universe. We'll probably talk wrestling and we'll probably talk painting and maybe even weather, whether or not you're there. We certainly hope that you are. Thanks for joining us for this show. Again, beerbluesbs.com is our website. Visit us in cyberspace, beerbluesbs.com. Our links to our YouTube page, Facebook page, the merch store, buying us a beer, many other things are all on there, beerbluesbs.com. Again, our YouTube page is available to watch all of these episodes. So if you're listening, make sure you visit the YouTube page, subscribe if you would, and share with your friends. Then you can see some of the uh, interesting humor that uh, excuse me, future Howard throws in there. Apparently, he's getting me in in real time now. Oh. Uh, go ahead and uh, visit us if you would. We appreciate it. BeerBluesBS.com. Click on YouTube and you can watch these episodes and see what's going on see the pictures uh, all the links are also below in the comments so you can visit uh, sites that we've talked about see things for yourself and of course all importantly like and comment other than that if you're looking to listen to us on an audio service if you're not already listening to us you could take us with you on your drive or on your workout we're on every audio podcast service so on your audio podcast service you know kind of like pandora or iHeartRadio or apple podcasts or google podcasts or amazon podcasts you can search beer blues and bs if you find us on there which you probably will click subscribe please and thank you and take us with you wherever you go and then of course there's facebook Join us on Facebook for more of the conversation. It's facebook.com slash beer blues BS. That's our homepage in the book face universe, the metaverse. Wow. Sounds like we're 
in the Marvel universe. Speaking of Marvel, maybe we'll talk about that next week too, because I've been watching a couple more of those uh, shows and episodes and Howard and I need to have a discussion about it. So there's three things, a tease for three things on the next episode of triple B. You're welcome. All right, let's land this thing. Get it on down the runway. He's Howard Blues. I am the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Kidder. Thanks for joining us for this and every episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. Remember, keep your glass at least half full. There's free beer tomorrow, and we will catch you on down that dusty Tuscan Highway. Have a fantastic rest of your day. We'll see you in the next Triple B. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. I will also say my dad is now the uh, proud owner of two uh, drinking partners. Really? Hmm? Is it uh, because of the episode, or just you mentioned something to him? Well, I we purchased them for him for his RV. Oh, yeah, because it was mentioned on the episode. <laughs> like you know what, my dad's got an RV. They do some traveling. Hmm. He was really excited by him. Hmm. Did he get him yet? Yeah. Yeah, we gave him oh. to him today. Cool. So, very fast shipping on that. Very fast shipping. Kind of expensive shipping, but very fast shipping. UPS? FedEx? I <clears throat> I forget what carrier. I'm just... Hmm. but DHL? Speedy <laughs> delivery? It's not, quite, it's not quite that bad, but... Uh, yeah, so I was gonna say oh, if no. it was DHL is probably stuck on a on a truck somewhere in central Nebraska with an Xbox three sixty.